Hey ho everybody and welcome to another episode of Finito, the Myth the Movie podcast where we look at myths and legends from around the world and how it's influenced the movies we know and love. I am your host Henry Finnegan, putting the fin in Finito, and each week I'm joined by my co-host Amy. Yay! To look at different Everybody topics. happy! Everybody happy! Now we kind of got a little bit confused last week, we said it was our... Oh, I didn't get confused, you did. 12th episode, but it was our 13th episode. Yeah. I, d- I think you just wanted to avoid the curse of the yeah, 13th. Yeah, the curse of the 13th. Curse. That was... Maybe we should do uh, the myth The myth of the 13th. Thir- like Friday the 13th? No, the number 13. <gasps> the do... number 13. Yeah, isn't it to do with all that stuff that's in like Da Vinci Code? And that, isn't you know, it? Um, oh, well, I thought you came With from... all the crucifixions and the 13. Something. Yeah, it's like... 13th puzzle. 13... It's from The Last Supper, isn't it? 13. But it, I think it goes into some other things as well. There's a, there's a restaurant that has won't let you have 13 tables. So it has like this black cat that it puts down as oh. a, for a, become a 14th member. Oh. So, yes, well, I don't know if it's like that in other countries, but in England, that when you have like a street and it's house numbers, you usually go up in odd and even numbers. They usually skip out 13, so you got like 1, 3, 5, 7... Oh my god, I forgot my time's table. Nine, eleven, and then it's like comes after eleven, thirteen, and then it goes to fifteen. So it skips out thirteen. But it's very confusing. Yeah, a little bit. Just to like avoid, well, it just avoid shows the you, it just shows you how superstitious that people people yeah. actually are. Anyway, last week we honoured the vote and we did the Hercules Heracles episode, episode which was which was the the winner of the vote. Which was a 60 40 vote on the, the face. Tiny vote. Yeah, tiny <laughs> vote. And obviously, because it was only a small vote, 40% voted for. Oh, you have to honour these things. Who did they vote for? Oh, Icarus. Icarus. The loser of the two. Yeah, well, he's pretty much the loser, isn't he? So, yeah. Is he? Where's he? What is he then? Is he a dude? Is he a Greek dude? Yeah, he's a Greek dude. Something yeah. to do with the sunshine. Well, almost, almost, the, almost, almost, almost. Okay. So is that is that your memory of Icarus? All I know is like from random things I've seen that like saying, "Oh, don't be an Icarus. You fly too close to the sun and you'll get burned." I don't know why this person was Sean Connery, but in that in that phase of my life, but that's the the saying that I've heard. But yeah, I don't know anything else about. Okay, so <laughs> so Icarus <laughs> Icarus is is a Greek name, obviously, because mm-hmm. it comes from a Greek tale, and it's all about. As you said, a certain somebody who flies too close to the sun and ends up dying. But is the story a lot more complicated than it first seems? Well, if it's you telling the story, then yeah, it's going to be more complicated. More complicated, darling. Me? I'm not. You are. So, anyway, the the, the short version of this story is that, boom, Icarus's dad gets him. Who's Icarus's dad? Icarus's dad is called Daedalus, but he gets he gets imprisoned for some reason. Depending on what story you read, gets uh, imprisoned for for different varying reasons, and then eventually they try and escape, and boom, he flies. They make wings and they fly away, and boom, Icarus dies. Mm-hmm. But the long story of Icarus is about to be told. Okay. Are you ready? Unfortunately. <laughs> so, as I mentioned, Icarus's dad was Daedalus. Who is that someone? Daedalus is was from uh, Athena, so he was an Athenian craftsman, and he had the ability to invent and build like a myriad of things. He was really good at building stuff. What, like just shoes, or or we're talking like you know 
impressive things. We're talking cookers, underground heating systems. We're talking. Oh yeah, about there we go. That's more trebuchets. Like we're talking about. Oh, a trebuchet. Good we're talking trebuchet. about water irrigation. You know, stuff that actually benefits and. As a funny side story, we have a, a, a castle near us called well, not near us in this country called Warwick Castle, and they used a trebuchet once as like a display thingy. But then they accidentally set fire to like this old little boathouse and it destroyed it. And how old was the boathouse? Was it like from the 1200s or something? Yeah, it was one of the few remaining things from. And they set it on fire with the trebuchet? Yeah, but they they built the trebuchet to to be like historically accurate. Yeah, but they could have aimed it better, couldn't they? they, Yeah, but that's the thing with a trebuchet. It was. Good. Was it just to prove that actually, in when they used trebuchets in the olden times, they weren't actually accurate, and they could actually set you on fire instead of your? Well, no, enemy. they wouldn't set you on fire, but you wouldn't. Well, it did. You really, wouldn't usually didn't it? fire them in that area at in your own castle. You'd fire. Yeah, you would. It was away from the castle. No, you'd fire them out of the castle at the. Yeah, but maybe that's what they were trying to do, and then an accident. Anyway, we're going. We're going. Up. Anyway, that was a nice story. So anyway, D- Dallas was this like sort of legendary craftsman. So pe- a lot of people say like think about Leonardo da Vinci's kind of like books of designs and all this was stuff. He magical, but with like no, he wasn't was he magical. A magical man. He wasn't magical, but he just you know with more genius. So he this just had like, like a brain. This guy's like MacGyver. MacGyver of the Greek mythology. Like he, if he had a straw and a paperclip, he could make you a tank or something. Like that. He was like really, oh. really cool. Okay, but no, you... no magic though. No, 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 he was just really, no really smart. But the magic of magic of intelligence. Like he was really, really good. But from no like no, divine no, source. No. Okay, not, not that I know. Clear, just wanted to clear that. Not that I know. Of, anyway, so anyway, Day Dallas was also because he was a genius and really good at stuff. He was also a bit jealous. Okay. Yeah, and along comes his. Why would you be jealous? His nephew, his nephew comes along, Talus, and he invents the saw. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And Daedalus goes, hang on, this guy's a talented guy. But hang on, wait, wait, wait. So the saw has not yet been invented, but the Daedalus guy is doing underground heating and all things like that. Yeah, it's, remember it's Greek mythology. What would mean that, does that mean it's wrong, inaccurate? No, he might not have, he invented something else. The, was it a saw? A buzz saw or something. The electric saw. Wow. But did he actually invent water. the saw? Well, no. Right. What is it then? What well, nobody knows when who invented the saw. Well, what, was... what was he angry about then? Anyway, he invented a cutting tool or whatever. Anyway, Daedalus got annoyed with it. A little bit jealous. Because he thought he'd grow to be more talented and probably overshadow Daedalus. Yeah. Mm, so, low, in in a in a fit of jealousy, Daedalus throws Talus uh, <gasps> off the Acropolis, you know the tall uh, monument in Athens. That's so mean. And uh, goes, ah, you won't invent any more ca- carpentry tools. I'm the Im- inventor of carpentry tools. How evil! That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, That's this bad. is where this is where stories start to. to there must have been some kind of story in between there, like d- yeah, the d- divergence yeah, of uh, what happens because been... this is where the inspiration of wings apparently comes from. But I don't necessarily buy it. So some people say that Athena, you know, the goddess Athena, saw the boy falling and then transformed uh, transformed him into a bird or a, a partridge or whatever, a sparrow or something. Mm, and to be a partridge or a sparrow, I think I'd prefer sparrow. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I hear about partridge every Christmas. Oh, but so. they're in a pear tree, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, but I don't. 
I've Jeez, never does seen anybody them. know? Has anyone like, oh, I, there's I, a partridge today? I don't think I've ever seen a partridge, no. But they are. Are they more know, rare now than they, they should be, I think? What maybe. was everybody back in the day? Just go, oh, oh a couple of partridges <laughs> in a pear tree there. <laughs> yeah, no. I think uh, more bird, well, maybe back then more species were. At least I haven't rare. seen a partridge in ages. Anyway. I don't think so, I've ever seen one. So Dave Dallas was apparently saw him falling, saw him transform. I go, whoa, whoa, man, check out that bird. But other people say that he falls to his crumbly death and Dave Dallas runs down. It's and crumbly then, death. Crumbly death. Why was it crumbly? Because his arms and legs break. Ooh, okay. Okay. Anyway, Dave Dallas goes down to him and then... Like, sorry, some, sorry. Yeah, some guys, <laughs> some, <laughs> don't tell your mother, don't tell your mother. <laughs> Uh, but some some versions, he's actually not dead, and he's like, "They does help me, help me!" And then I'm he then he tries to murder him some more. Oh, why? And, really? Uh, in, uh, in different versions. Oh. But and then and then eventually, Athena steps in and turns him into and says, "Hang on." Anyway, oh, and then there's another Stop. version where Daedalus is like, "Oh no, I've killed my nephew." I'll just bury him here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he hides the body. And then they go, what happened to, to Talos? He, he went, just he went away. turned into a bird. <laughs> he left this note. <laughs> would, would the uh, defendant <laughs> please stand forward? And, what happened to Talos? <laughs> well, he uh, jumped off that cliff and uh, turned into a bird. You should have seen it. It was pretty cool. <laughs> so did he turn into a bird or what? Yeah, so, anyway, he's dead. So. Well, he's either he? a bird or oh, dead. Okay. So. Yeah, so <laughs> a bird or dead. a bird or dead. Yeah. Anyway, so because as I said, in some stories, if when the body's not found, he feels really guilty and he runs off or whatever. And other things like you'd kill Talos, get out of here! You're a murdering get out of son here. of a gun. So Daedalus leaves Athens and he heads to the island of Crete. Ooh, lovely. Mm, let's go to Crete on that. It's not too bad being banished, is it? Going to Crete? Not really. No. Anyway, so. He hangs out on Crete, but on Crete at that time, King Minos was uh, in charge. Oh yeah, King Minos. And he's obviously in charge of the island. And he makes friends with Daedalus. And Daedalus says, look at this, I can invent different things. Ooh. So he starts showing off. Yeah, starts showing off again. And so he's still, he's still got, the, he's still got the, uh, the, the inventor's fingers. And he starts building loads of stuff, at least whatever. Anyway, this is where it starts getting weird. So you remember last week we mentioned the Cretan bull, or the Cretan bull, depending on how you pronounce it. And we, you, we were like, is that the Minotaur story? Is it the Minotaur story? Oh, yeah. But it's it's not. So the, the Cretan bull and the Minotaur aren't the same thing. Mm-hmm. But the Minotaur is the Cretan bull's son. And this is... <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't make this No, this is this. So the, what is the Minotaur? The Minotaur is it's a... It's like a big bull. What stands it's a half-human, half... Bull, isn't it? And he looks really angry. So how does he become uh, half human, half bull? He used to be a dude. No, that means he used to be a bull. somebody. And if the Cretan no, bull is his no, dad, no, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no, 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 yes, 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 yes. No, yeah. it's magical. <laughs> Something magical happened. A wizard did it. Something really magical happens. Well, now listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> because Day Dallas is really good at building stuff. No. <laughs> he makes friends with the King Minos. So he makes friends with King Minos, and he also makes friends King Minos's wife, who's Pacify. I think her name is Pacify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, she's uh, Crete's uh, queen, and she really fancies the, Cre- the Cretan bull. Oh, really? But the Cretan bull doesn't want to have sex with someone who's not a bull. So, <laughs> hang on. So, the, is the Cretan bull? 
sentient, yeah. Remember, he breathes with a, fire. With a human and a bull? No, the oh. Minotaur. Okay. Let me finish this bit so and then we'll get to it. So, Daedalus makes a cow suit for Pacify to wear so she can have sex with the Cretan bull. Are you joking? <laughs> Remember, the Cretan bull breathes fire. And Hercules has to wrestle. Does he know that she's wearing this suit? No, it's kind of... Seriously? Oh, come yeah. on. Why would you... You wouldn't be able to fool the bull, would you? Anyway, so, sure enough, uh, Pacify and the Cretan bull have sex. Boom, and the horrible... Half man, half bull, half beast. The Minotaur is born. Okay. And anyway, so King Minos <laughs> finds out about this. I when thought this was about Icarus. Yeah, we'll get into Icarus. So King Minos uh, finds out about this uh, horrible um, <laughs> creature that's yeah. born. And he's like, oh, what am I supposed to do with this? This is like a this hideous creature thing. So I want to put it in a prison. So he goes, Day Dallas. You build me something to contain this hideous beast, and sure enough, he builds uh, the labyrinth, which we mentioned last episode. Because oh. for some reason, he wants to keep. <laughs> Why does he want to keep walking around? <laughs> walking puzzle? confused, like, oh, I'm in this crazy labyrinth. Get me out! It's not really? his fault. Anyway, so did the, did the bull take any responsibility for this weird child? And the Cretan bull, I, I, I don't know, I, haven't, I didn't read. Did you not read care? Up, so we'll, we'll probably go back onto that bit, find out the Cretan bull. Seems anyway, so the the bull is only contained, because he's obviously just thrown in there, if he gets a human sacrifice. If he kills that and eats it or whatever, then he's okay for a bit. And then he starts going... <laughs> so Daedalus, um, I mean, King Minos sends seven young men and women into the Lambrooth to meet their doom. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, has to do this every nine years to satisfy oh. the Minotaur. Anyway, so what? Didn't he just kill him or something instead of this uh, nonsense? I, I, God knows. Anyway, so one of these one of these uh, victims uh, sent to his death is uh, Theseus, uh, and this guy's like tough, but he decides to, to to he doesn't want to get sacrificed and killed by the by the. Um, might have Minotaur. So he comes up with an idea. Now, King uh, Minus's daughter, who is his, his actual daughter, Ariadne? Ariadne? Is that who you say? What's the girl's name in Inception? Played by Ellen Page. Oh, yeah. Her name's Ariadne, isn't it? I don't know. She's yeah. an eye. Anyway, she's, <laughs> she's, called, she's called that because she designs the maze, doesn't she? The, the map and stuff. And that's oh, why it's, that's a bit of a reference to this. Anyway, so. She's in love with Theseus, and uh, since uh, Daedalus built the labyrinth, she asks uh, Theseus to give him a clue. Now, this is where a little bit of a history lesson here. Mm-hmm. Eh? Eh? So it's a ball of string. So when he goes into the labyrinth, he can open the ball of string, and then he knows how to get out of the oh, labyrinth. Okay. Yeah? But it's, it was called a clue, yeah, and that is where the word clue comes from. Okay. As in, give someone a clue. Mm-hmm. They give them a hint to get out of something. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. Now we know what words mean. Now we know what words mean. So, Daedalus gives Theseus this ball of, you know, string or whatever, and tells the hero to trail it behind him as he goes in, creating a map how to get out, obviously. Sure enough, Theseus finds the way out, kills the Minotaur, and is able to escape. And he legs it off with uh, Ariadne, and leave. she leaves Crete. 
Anyway, King Minos goes, What are you doing, Daedalus, helping Theseus escape with my daughter and killing my stepson, bastard child, whatever? <laughs> he goes, yeah, I'm not really up for this. So he, he uh, locks Daedalus up with Icarus, his son, oh. and in a tower. Now, some people say that he was Why locked in a, ta- in a tower. Because he's the son of Daedalus, just in case he tries to help Daedalus escape. When did he have him? Even though Dave Ellis has got two sons, he only puts Icarus in the tower with him. Oh, okay. So anyway, so he, he, sometimes it's reported that he puts him in a tower. Sometimes he's just kept on Crete and he turns around and says, all ships leaving Crete will be searched for Dave Ellis. So he can't find him and stuff. And Dave Ellis is stuck there and he's like, oh, what am I supposed to do? And he goes, well, oh, I'm a genius inventor, aren't I? I can think of something out of it. Oh, who was that nephew I killed who turned into a bird? Oh, man. I'll make some wings. So he decides to make some wings by air because that's the only thing that's not been checked to escape Crete. All the boats have been checked, all the land stuff or whatever. So he uses uses twine, feathers and wax to build these beautiful large wings for him and Icarus. Yeah. But he turns around and he says to Icarus, he goes, don't fly too close to the water because the salt of the water and stuff will uh. um, mix with the mm-hmm. wax and stuff and ruin the wings. And don't fly too close to the sun because the sun will melt the wings. Oh, yeah. Anyway, the wings are finished and Daedalus tries his set and woo, wow, he's flying all over the place looking like a legend and he's flapping his fake wings, blah, blah, blah. But then Icarus puts, up, he puts on his wings and then he jumps off and he's like, whoa, woo, woo, yeah, look at that, way. Uh, but then he gets a little bit too, like, over, over. Becomes an ageist. No, he's he's just like he's lo- listen to his he's father. Lo- he's loving flying. He didn't listen to what his father told him, did he? He ignored what his father said. <laughs> he uh, he flies too close to the sun. Flies, flies too, he goes. He, he's rising too much. Flies too close to the sun. His wings melt and <laughs> he crashes and dies. Oh dear. Well, he drowns. So he plunges into the sea and he screams, "Dad, dad!" As he well, God, this is tragic. Or he's like, "Father, father!" <laughs> And where was his flying dad at this time? So Daedalus is still flying and he curses his art, killing his son and obviously the labyrinth and the clue that killed him as Basically well. Basically everything that he's done in his whole life. So bad. Daedalus, after that, names part of the ocean where Icarus drowned and he calls it the Icarian Sea. It's an honour to his son. And then he, um, in mourning, he flies all the way to uh, Sicily. Uh, when he gets there, he has a funeral for his son, like a little rite. And according to so Ovid... did go and get him? No, he's dead. He drowned. So according, to, you, according yeah. to Ovid, a, a partridge watches, or a bird, watches Daedalus as he does this ritual. So it's kind of like, ah, you killed me. You killed me. Talus is like, yeah, you killed oh, me. I've killed your son. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, then Daedalus builds a big temple to Apollo and he hangs... Hangs his wings up and he's like, I'll never do this again. Anyway, while in Sicily, Daedalus strikes up a friendship with King Hercules, the ruler of that island. And, and when Ming, King Minos comes searching for Daedalus to kill him, because he's obviously escaped, King Hercules kills him. So Daedalus gets away with it, basically. Oh, that's yeah. And then Heracles builds a tomb, in one, or Hercules builds a tomb to Icarus at one point as well, because apparently they were friends at some point. That was a very interesting So obviously, story. You, you must have heard this story before, all the Icarus... Illusion, what? which is about oh, don't fly, don't get, don't fly too high, son. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what do you think that means? 
Uh, don't get too cocky, kid. That's why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah most most people are saying that it's most people take the story of don't get too. Oh, just listen. Don't get too say. rusty. Just listen. Yeah, but the thing is, Your what most said, what, don't fly close. Yeah, but what most sun. people also don't realize what he said is also don't fly too low. Yeah, but because the flying low might be easy. So the thing is, if you if you take the story as a story as a metaphor, a, a metaphor for. Don't get too lofty. Don't get too ab- above, you, above, get above like... your station, but also don't go too low yeah, as well. Yeah, don't degrade yourself. Yeah. So it's kind of so it's a little bit far fetched, and a lot of people say that sometimes uh, Icarus and Daedalus didn't actually make wings. They actually made sails for a boat, and they got on a boat, and he made the sails out of wax and feathers and whatever, mm-hmm. and it bloom bloom off course and then Icarus fell off into the sea then and oh, died okay. and then there's legend that he was like oh no they just made they flew they flew in the sails <laughs> so flew, quickly like flew. birds they fly <laughs> <laughs> yeah but obviously stories can get embellished and stuff so films this is the part of the show where we go from myth to movie ba 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 well, I can't even recall any films with Icarus. Okay, in so it. first film, 1974, Icarus. So directed by Paul. Um, <laughs> I was proven wrong. <laughs> in, in a retelling of the Greek myth, uh, Icarus' father builds a pair of wings to escape, and then obviously Icarus flies too high. Mm-hmm. Not many people have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a short film, and but not 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 that well known no I've never heard of this one the next one jumping ahead to the oh, 80s it's the most disgusting film it's a disgusting film but the thing is the connection here is is quite tenuous and I've yeah I, I, I con- contacted a couple of other people and stuff and they have written a couple of papers on how this is connected to the the Icarus illusion okay. which is apparently a popular thing in TV and stuff so The Fly 1986 now the obvious reason is vomit no, the obvious reason is... Because he turns into a fly. Because he, he, he he's a fly. Be, he he's want... flying. <laughs> <laughs> no! Because he he himself flies too close... Fly, fly, fly. Well, flies too close to the sun. I don't know I don't know if you know this, but the first... The Fly 1986 is actually a remake. I don't want to see the original. A remake of a 1958 movie called mm-hmm. The Fly. Okay. But it's, he I has, bet that's better. He has like, a big mm, fly head. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> actually, that sounds really cool. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Yeah, I really want to see that one. And then that was based on a sto- short story by George Langerland, <laughs> yeah, who was actually f- a story that was first published in the Playboy magazine. What? <laughs> Why would it be published there? So. so Back in the 50s and stuff, Playboy magazine used to have pictures of obviously, no, naked women, obviously all topless women. And then just to try and give it some credibility, they would occasionally put some like stories in there, like science fiction or a guy meeting women having sex and stuff like that. So people would go, oh, you're just looking at that Playboy magazine for the women. No, I'm not. I'm looking at this interesting article. Yeah, I'm reading the (laughs) stories. I just read it for the stories. I just read the stories. And then uh, authors and stuff would use that as a, a way in because yeah, no one else would buy their stuff. So they would buy, get this short story if, stuff. Anyway, if so, no one's seen The Fly, you should explain what it's about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so George uh, Langland wrote this story uh, about a scientist who tries <laughs> to build a teleportation device yeah. uh, from to go from one place to another. And while he's doing that, a fly... Is that what those things do? <laughs> <laughs> oh! Okay. And then, uh, as he's doing it, a fly goes into the teleportation oh, device. The... To be fair, though, I bet there's loads of other stuff in there with him. You know, like micro 
thingies yeah, on his yeah. hair. He had lots of hair. Probably had a few weird, like, you know, tapeworms in his system. Maybe he's a combination of flies and tapeworms, but it's just—it's really disgusting, though. Oh, it makes me want to vomit. Anyway, so it that's, is that's what I'm so, it totally but the is. 1986 version is directed by David Cronenberg, obviously, starring Jeff Goldblum, Gina Davis, John Getz, etc., etc. And it's a yeah, eccentric scientist, but begins to transform into a giant man-fly hybrid after his one of his experiments go wrong. Now, it is a really good film, isn't it? But there's a lot of it's disgusting though, like body horror. Body, it's, it's, it's David. A it's a David Cronenberg like, movie, like, though, isn't it? I don't know what mucusiness and vomitiness. There's a lot of practical effects in it as well. Yeah, that, that's what makes it like good. That I feel really sick like watching it. But and I don't like that bit. Isn't it that bit in the fly when she's she has like a dream about giving birth or something? Yeah, and dude. then she's like, "Ah, it's fly!" <laughs> oh! No, it's quite funny actually. Now, no, actually, that's terrifying. Still, it's still, it's still yeah. Terrifying. But it's about him getting too cocky, isn't it? And then that's I'm, I'm trying to bring it back to the connection. I think it's because like he really wanted to do it, but he rushed it, and so then he was like, "I'm going to test it on myself." But then if he just slowed down a bit and thought about it, then he wouldn't have messed it up, basically. Yeah. So that's kind of in line with the story of Icarus, in a way, like. But I don't know who the person was in his ear telling him not to rush it or whatever. Maybe his girlfriend, that woman, whatever that woman's name is. Gina Davis. There we go. Yeah. Now, there was a sequel to this in 1989. The Fly 2. The Fly 2. Star- uh, it wasn't directed by Cronenberg, but it was uh, directed by Chris Whale- Wallace, I think his name was. And it stars Eric Stoltz. And this one actually stuck with me a little bit more than the, the other one because it has... Like a, a, there's a tomb or something. Well, no, he's hey. he's like a, an orphan boy that they're kept to test on or something. Oh, no. And there's a dog that they test on and he forms oh, a relationship no. with the dog. No, please. And then I the can't. dog is all like... No, don't. Mushed up. No, I, don't, I can't No, but it. the good thing about this, and spoilers here, people, spoilers, is uh, Eric Stoltz gets his revenge on the evil scientist that tries to do the stuff oh, like that at least there's... and then turns him into this like mucus kind of oh, dog no, thing no, no, and no. at the end he crawls out exactly the same oh, way the I've dog did I've seen this film yeah, yeah and that, made, that made me well, I love dogs so that's probably why I love dogs <laughs> I love dogs <laughs> yeah, so. I'm actually wearing a dog t-shirt so I love dogs more than a doge t-shirt yeah. it's a picture of doge yes okay so moving on to the the main feature here is uh, 2007's 2007's Sunshine. Okay. Yeah, directed by Danny Boyle. Now, Is that when they're running after the sun? Running after the sun. <laughs> Always the sun. On a ship. Running after the sun. Is it sun. the one with the, the dude? In? So it stars... You blind a dude. It's Killian Murphy. Oh, there we go. Chris Evans of, you know, MCU fame. Yeah. Rose Byrne. Michelle Yeoh of, you know, countless films. Uh, Cliff Curtis. Uh, Troy Garrity. Hiroki uh, Sandana. Benedict Wand, uh, who's also oh, yeah, you know, now in, in the um, MCU, but yeah. is also like a, a famous British um, actor, mm-hmm. and uh, Chippo Chung. Now, Danny Ball uh, obviously directed this, as, uh, as I said, but he apparently did, he wanted to like, cast uh, international actors and have them, and he got them to live together before they filmed, so they had this kind of real I bond. that would stuff. help. Now, the reason we mentioned this, obviously, is because the ships, there's a ship that's, the sun's dying. And the Earth is going to obviously die if the sun dies. 
So they need to reignite the sun. So they send a ship called Icarus, which is possibly the stupidest thing Why ever. What would you call <laughs> so, the ship Icarus? So, shall we send a boat to go and uh, reclaim it's the, the Titanic from the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> no, let's call it Titanic. Yeah, it's it's just stupid, isn't it? It's, it's a bit like, silly. So then, but then maybe they were trying to be like ironic or something. But then, even more foolish that that goes missing. Oh, what Titanic? No, Icarus, the ship. Uh, okay. So then they send the second ship, is which has got... Icarus the, it's called Icarus No way, I didn't even know that, I just guessed. <laughs> but I mean, you've seen the film. Shouldn't it be been called Day Dallas? Cause, like, yeah, he, he would, like, yeah. He, like, he could have gone to Sicily winner. afterwards. Yeah, hey, we'll go back to Sicily. Damn. Yeah, so, um, yeah, anyway, but this film's, like, really good, I think. I, I really like this film. I've, I think I've... Yeah, I've seen it. There's lots of staring at the sun, isn't there? Yeah, there's... Staring at the and sun. And they have to wear... Sp- Oh, it's spooking. Well, uh, it had a lot of trouble, because um, especially in the third act, uh, somebody, one of the studios said that, oh, you got to put in like a murder f- full of <gasps> thing. Yeah. So there's like, there's like a, one of them becomes this sunburnt monster that they pick up from the, oh, yeah, the yeah. thing, and it, and it ends up as a bit of a slasher thing at the end, which is a bit stupid. Yeah. But up until that point, it's a really good kind of like, almost like... Philosophical. philosophical. You know what this reminds me of? That weird George Clooney film. You know, when he's like, is it Sphere? And he's like, oh, my wife's dead. And then he goes to space. And then he's like, oh, my wife's in space. Do you remember that? That's not Sphere. Oh, what's it called? Solaris. Solaris. Which is a remake of the 70s. Yeah, it's really weird, that film. I really like the film. Is it my wife? Is it not my wife? The remake is actually really, uh, what do you call it, underrated. I think. I think it's because it's got George Clooney in it. So people think it's just going to be enough. Yeah, but also, (laughs) also the... The soundtrack to Solaris is amazing. Cliff Martinez does that. And who's that guy? That's a good. Oh no, who's that guy? He was in Lost. He was in Lost, and he plays Daniel Faraday in Lost. Oh yeah. But he's in it as well. Yeah. And he's really good. And then he has like a. Anyway, we're kind of off. But that's quite a good film. That's a really good film. But that's what can't. That's what Sunshine reminds me of a little bit. Yeah, it did. But without the the. I mean, did they have they had some supernatural elements, did they? When in- you didn't go into like Event Horizon, kind of like where we're we going, we don't need eyes to see. Oh my god, that's freaky! <laughs> that's freaky. They're remaking that, by the way. Oh, so. really? Yeah. Is it going to have Jared Leto in it? <laughs> going to have Jared Leto in it or something? Because every film seems to have him in it. Because he's trying to be, you know, trying to make his mark, isn't he? Well, no, he's doing Morbius now, isn't he? So. Yeah, because he failed at being the Joker, didn't he? Well, it wasn't his fault he failed at being the Joker, oh, was it? We it was can't a, completely it was blame... Editing, so. can't completely blame... Um... No, you can. Because things... Oh, Har- come on! His acting was terrible! No, Harley, Harley Quinn... Everybody loves Harley Quinn, but the movies still suck because they sucked because they were poorly edited and yeah, poorly directed. Even if they were better edited or directed, I think he has to take some credit for his terrible acting. But I suppose it wasn't his fault that someone wrote that thing on his head. What was it? Insane, was it? Or yeah. unhappy or something? Oh, it was terrible. It was bad. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, we're going to 2014's Birdman. Oh, yeah. Or the true title is The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance, which is kind of like what Harley Quinn's stupid title was inspired by. Anyway, the reason I mention this is... It's a bad <laughs> <laughs> And it's got lots of jazz in it. Well, yeah. Annoying jazz. All the time. It's not annoying jazz. Throughout the whole film. The... They're literally walking down a corridor and there's music playing. It's, it's like, one of the oh, best jazz musicians ever. Whatever. 
Jazz is so overrated. It's How is jazz? Oh, no. All classic jazz is great, you know, all that classic ones. But like the modern stuff, and it's just nonsense, isn't it? When you get people like Chick Corea, Chick Corea isn't modern, but you get get all that stuff, and he's just literally hitting the wrong notes because he doesn't know what to play. Whereas when you get someone like John Coltrane, when you get someone like John Coltrane who plays Giant Step, it's that's taking the structure of music and then restructuring. Oh, stop trying to support jazz! Just get on with the Icarus thing. So what's the? Stop trying to support jazz. It's naff. Come on, stop it. No. Yes. No. Yes. So what happens in that film? That's like Icarus. Fly too close to the sun. The sun. Well, no, because he's. It's it's about him being like a star and stuff, and he gets kind of like too famous, doesn't he? Antonio Sanchez did the soundtrack to Birdman. Anyway, okay. that. They so also annoying. did. They also did Whiplash, and La La Land. I think. Oh my God! That's why it's even more annoying. Because it's Lala... Oh, Jesus, don't get me started on that. Carry on. Anyway, so that obviously that's... Antonio Sanchez did the soundtrack to it. But the director, Angelero Gonzalez. But anyway, uh, Antonio Gonzalez, he also did uh, The Revenant. Oh, Do you know that really close camera? So it's close camera, but it's wide-angle lens. So you have... You feel like you're seeing everything, but you're really close and intimate at the same time. I don't actually remember what, anything that happened in that film. In Birdman. No, the Revenant. Well, you thought he didn't die, and that was that. We already spoke about this in the previous episode, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so it's and it stars uh, Michael Keaton, uh, Edward Norton, and stuff, and it's about a, like a, a a star from the past who's like kind of was famous and is not famous anyway. Basically, it's similar to his Batman kind of role, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then he kind of goes a little bit insane. Stuff's got Emma, Emma, what's Emma Stone in it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this is about him flying too high, and then but obviously it's a, it's a combo though because first he's too low. Yeah, but he also flies in it, doesn't he? <laughs> Literally one part of the film. Oh yeah, he does. But is that a dream? We don't know. Mm. Anyway, we're going to end. Uh, last film we're going to mention is 2017's film called Icarus, uh, directed oh. by Brian Fogel. It was actually a documentary, and it was about uh, Brian uh, setting out to uncover the uh, the truth about doping in you know sports and. He meets a Russian scientist and it transforms the story into a personal experiment of geopolitical and stuff like that. And people say, is it true? Is it real? And stuff like that. But it's connected to a lot of stuff like the whole doping thing that happened with the Tour de France and, you know, um, what's his name? This isn't anything to do with the myth. No, but again, it's about celebrities getting too big and going too oh, high see. and going too reach and stuff. And that's why it's called Icarus. Because they get so big, they think they're untouchable. Look yeah. at me! I'm on top of the world! Who's the cyclist? Who's the cyclist who got caught? What's his name? Oh, that dude. He was doping himself. I'm an idiot. Yeah, he thought he was so big that he couldn't get caught. But like, well, and then, you must think, like, when you do something like that, like, you're winning things. But it's not actually you that's winning. It's the drugs, isn't it? So what kind of satisfaction does that give you? Yeah, but I can't, none at all. It should um, Lance Lance Armstrong. That's that's who it was, wasn't it? Lance <laughs> Armstrong. Now, the thing is, is I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been Bob who said about why don't they just let uh, like sports stars dope and just see how far they can go. Like, just get really big. 
big and just big was cycling around Tour de France just like super quick like oh my god he's completed it in less than half an hour because there's no control over that is there there's no and obviously there's other effects on on your mental kind of thing it would destroy people basically yeah and then how is it fair like you're supposed to be doing it from your own you know how yeah, it's supposed to be the best of humanity, isn't it? Who's had the most drugs? Especially so. like in the Olympics and stuff, you talk about um, you know people doping. It's supposed to be humanity, kind of showing how good a, a human like body all, can. All the Russians. Yeah, especially the Russians is constantly. Here is your yeah. breakfast with a side of tofu. <laughs> <laughs> So that was a terrible Russian accent. <laughs> was that supposed to be a Russian accent? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was. It's terrible. But yeah. Okay. So um, as I said, I mentioned earlier the. There's not many films, is there? No, but Icarus. Uh, well, you know up. what? I think this is like a weird thing. I reckon like an Icarus film is is being talked about somewhere in the world, and they're gonna make it. Yeah. Yeah, Icarus. But um, <laughs> we mentioned uh, the Icarus illusion. Now, tons of episodes of TV shows and stuff have, has used that thing about you know somebody getting too big for the boots and then boom they crash down now from uh, from everything so you could even it's ingrained in a lot you could even turn around to breaking bad and the fact that he's like you're oh goddamn right God, and the fact yeah. that he gets too big for his boots and then boom it all comes down i like, like when i watch that i like the first few series because i'm like oh i'm still on his side i'm on his side and then there comes a point where he's like i want to let that girl die of vomiting and then, and then, oh no, he's shooting people now. And then you're no longer on his side. You're like, when did that happen? Like, I'm not on his side anymore. I was on his side right to the end. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like not What's as it? much. Yeah, but not as much as I was. I still wanted him not to let get away. People, like die and stuff. Yeah, but... I still wanted him to get away and everything. But I'm like, yeah. But then is the last episode? Is it like a dream? Oh, but then it's not with that stupid film that came out. Where well, he got I'll... fat, Todd. <laughs> Why is he fat? It's not meant to be fat at that point. Isn't it like a week after? No. Well, it's like in Better Call Saul where they had Hank and uh, Gonzalez. Is it Gonzalez, the, the, his partner? Oh, yeah. That turns up. But the, he looks like the how he looks at the end yeah. of the show, not where, how he's supposed to... And yeah. the last part, Los Polos man. You know, like, he <laughs> looks old, so much older in this. So he's yeah. supposed to well, be like... Well, that's the problem with doing prequels, yeah. isn't it? Like, five years ago. Anyway, so... Anyway. As I said, there's millions of TV shows, but we could just, like, call up and, like, Discovery, uh, Star Trek Discovery. Oh, yeah. And they had an episode with like, a winged creature that turned up and stuff. Stop, man. You're flying yeah. too close to the sun. And, uh, yeah, they refer I'm to it. Not there's, indeed. There's just a myriad... There's too many episodes we could talk about. But I want to talk about one thing. We Usually, we do myths to movies... But we want to do a myth to song. So Iron Maiden did Flight of Icarus. (laughs) (laughs) And basically it's loosely based on the the myth of Icarus. You know, it's obviously prisons and stuff, but uh, but it's called Flight of Icarus and it's Iron Maiden. Maybe we should do an episode that's myth to music. No, but because then it would (laughs) it would be end up with you doing no, but we might. Imagine. We could get like a musician on the show to talk about it. Like who? Well, if you're a musician out there and you want to appear on, <laughs> you want to appear on a Myth to Music episode. I can um, play a tin whistle. Yeah. Does that count? There you go. And part and a partial violin and a partial. A partial piano. Violin, what? Just like the neck part. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like a little bit. <laughs> what is that? Funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
Want to hear more about one of the films we've mentioned? Then check out our buddies over at Beers and Fears Podcast. Each week they pick a film and some beers, oh yeah, and have a blast talking about both. I think sometimes you need beer when you watch horror movies, to be honest. Yeah, if you're interested in checking it out, uh, we'll put a link in the description. Okay, so this is the part of the show where we ask... Oh, yeah, is it real or is it isn't? Do you believe? No, I don't think it's... I don't think... I think it's just a story. I think it's a tale. But you don't believe in Icarus? Like, it's just a metaphor. Like, it's just a... But the thing is, there's, like, kings involved in real places. There's real locations. Maybe, like, there's real kings exist or whatever. But I think maybe the boat story is more true, that they got on a boat and then then he fell off and whatever. And then it just became kind of like an embellished tale, I think. Yeah. Again, I'm like, I want it to be real. <laughs> but I, well, I think it's funny how at the end, like that guy's like sitting in bird form and he's like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to see like how he laughs in bird form because I've never seen a bird laugh. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like a normal bird sound then. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a, you know there's the crows. Same. They're all laughing at something that you've done in the past, but you don't realise what they're laughing at. <laughs> and so mouth. you have stubbed your toe because you didn't <laughs> give me bread. The <laughs> <laughs> mallards laugh quite like that though, don't they? Mallards. Mallards. <laughs> you know. Was that a motorbike? They <laughs> 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 like a mallard. Yeah. A normal duck. A common duck. A common duck? You know, when you go to the park. How dare you call me a common duck? <laughs> you know, like when you go to the park and then you hear the ducks laughing in the yeah. distance. Like, yeah. that's their <laughs> Why does that sound like it should be like an Arctic monkey song? <laughs> I went you... to the park. <laughs> we go to the park <laughs> and hear the ducks laughing in the distance. Oh, you know when they quack, it sounds like a piston. So we battered me mums and I had some chicken with some spinach. <laughs> we so, should buy that song. Yeah, we should send it to them because uh, <laughs> get back to their roots. I haven't heard anything that they've done. Well, they did that album where they were all in a hotel. Why do you want to call me when we're high? What, that one? No, the one where they're all in a hotel. Where they're like, it's a quarter to five, <laughs> and I'm in the lobby, <laughs> smoking my cigarette. You know what happens when you get, like, too Oh, big? just like Icarus. Like Icarus. Like just you, like Icarus you're writing coming from up all this, Icarus. You're writing from all this experience and stuff. Yeah, you run out of experiences, like yeah. the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Talking about California, California. California, because this is where we live now, because we can afford to live here in California. Well, if they, they say, if, uh, if a band has a song called California on their album, that's the, the beginning of the what end. What about California Dreaming? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the rest of the song? Like? Anyway. anyway. Isn't that called California Dreaming? Yes. You know. I stepped into a church. <laughs> I passed along the way. Anyway, we've come to the end of the show. Have we? Yeah, Indeed. because. You, so I, I take it we, you, you don't believe. I don't believe. No, I think it's a tale. A tale. Oh, Tom Hanks. Remember, you got to believe. Oh, God, I miss Christmas. <laughs> Dingling. I miss Christmas Dingling. so much. I was talking about that film on now. I you know, know what? She said that she couldn't hear the bell. But I always heard it. <laughs> anyway, uh, we've come to the end of the show. Uh, if you'd like to talk to us about... <laughs> what are you laughing at? Oh, nothing. Just the Tom Hanks. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, do, well, so do it like was... Tom Hanks. So do it like Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> We've come to the end of the show. I don't know how long. I'm going to do uh, Jimmy Stewart. What is it? Show. You like Jimmy Stewart. That's right, honey. Every time a bell rings. I'm an extra cat's as well. Dingling. Hello, Empire. <laughs> Hello, movie house. Hello, you old building and loan. <laughs> you beautiful building and loan. Anyway, so we've come to the end of the show. If you'd like to get in contact with us about today's episode, please email heyhofinito at gmail.com or message us on our uh, social media, heyhofinito on Facebook and Instagram. Or if you'd like to write an interesting song, please uh, send us. Yeah, send us in. Or if you'd like to uh, follow me personally, follow me at Henry Finnegan at Instagram or Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you'd like to suggest any future topics to us, please get in contact. Please leave uh, a rate and review where you can because it helps us more than you know. I have been Henry Finnegan. I've been Amy, and recently I've always want to sit on a toe. I want to sit on a stump, you know? (laughs) (laughs) This sounds really weird. You know when I go into woodland and there's a chopped tree? Yeah. And it's all covered in moss? Like, I have to sit on the tree. What, and tell the story? Stu- no, it's so weird. Sit down, I don't never fall. Oh, I don't know story. whether it comes from, like, an old, like, ancestry Irish nonsense thing. I like the way you or, merged um, ancestry and Irish together, then. Ancestry Irish. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I'm part, like, leprechaun. Lepre- I don't Lepre- know. Shorns. Like, I really need to sit on that the tree and then think about things, like, with, like this. It's really weird. Okay, so I think that... So if anyone knows of why... Please tell me. But I, I, I thought I'd just share that. That's a great thing. Well, see you uh, next week for uh, episode 15. Hey ho, finito. Goodbye and good luck. I'll play a tin whistle. Yeah. Does that count? There you go. And, par- <laughs> and a partial violin and a partial, a partial piano. Violin. What, just like the neck part? <laughs> <laughs> Ha 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 